You're listening to Radio MD. She's a chiropractic physician, lecturer, author, entrepreneur, and talk show host. She's Dr. Suzanne Bennett. It's time now for Wellness for Life Radio. Here's Dr. Suzanne. My husband, George, has been suffering from a knee fracture for several months, and during the first week, gosh, he had high, high levels of pain, and he ended up having to take a great deal of painkillers. So as a natural holistic physician, I really wanted to help him and ask him to try some alternative therapies. So I suggested medicinal cannabis, and it definitely made a difference. Now, medical cannabis has been proven to safely and effectively treat certain patients for symptoms of conditions ranging from chronic pain, cancer, to depression, anxiety, seizures, and more. Today, we have Dr. Jordan Tischler, a Harvard-trained cannabis specialist and founder and CEO of Inhale MD. He is one of the leading experts in the field of medicinal cannabis therapeutics, as well as an accomplished author, teacher, and nationally sought-after speaker. Welcome back to Wellness for Life, Dr. Tischler. So glad to have you back here. Oh, thank you so much for having me back. It's always a pleasure. Yeah, absolutely. Really excited to have you back and talk about cannabis and how it can optimize our health, including sex. Absolutely. Um, you know, that's one that's just sort of starting to catch on in people's awareness. Uh, I've seen a couple of symposia come up around that, but uh, that's definitely one of the areas uh, in my practice where I've seen some of the best results um, and certainly, um, shall we say, the greatest um, uh, improvements in quality of life. Yes. You know, I was doing a little research um, this week because we're, we were going to talk about cannabis and sex. And I, I you know, basically just put cannabis and sex on my Google. And sure enough, the article on self, in Self Magazine, which actually quoted you a great deal, Dr. Tischler, about how does cannabis actually affect sex? That was the article that I picked up. And sure enough, you wrote all, you're, you're, you were quoted quite a bit in this article. So I'm really glad that we're, we're going to be diving in right now. Cool. Where should we start? So tell us, just tell us, how can cannabis help with having sex or, or individuals? Um, is it because they have sexual issues, intimacy issues, orgasm issues, inhibition issues? How does cannabis help? Well, you know, I think that we first of all need to sort of, um, uh, you know, think a little bit about who we're talking to and about, right? I mean, there are some people who are, um, you know, perfectly healthy and they have a fine sex life and, and, and they're looking for sort of a little something extra or a little something different. And I think that, you know, those people definitely can get benefit from cannabis. Uh, I don't see that as entirely a medical uh, thing. But then there's this other group of people, um, you know, who really have uh, roadblocks, if you will, in their sex lives uh, and their sexual satisfaction. And, and those are the folks that I tend to spend most of my time focused on. So everything that we're going to say, you know, will apply to the sort of healthy, recreationally oriented people. But, you know, my focus is really on people who are having a tough time of something. Um, and one of the things that we've come to realize is that, um, there aren't a lot of treatments, particularly of a pharmacological nature, um, meaning medicine, that can help with any form of sexual dysfunction, right? I mean, so immediately our minds go to erectile dysfunction and the Viagra-type uh, medicines, and those are great. There were a huge advancement, but 
They only work for men, obviously, and they only work for erectile dysfunction, which is roughly 30% of the problems that are experienced by men. So that's not, a, that's not even most, right? Um, when we start to think about things that, uh, that, you know, that affect men and women, such as uh, low libido or difficulty with arousal or orgasm or, or satisfaction, then we start to realize that there's a whole ball of wax there that we've got really not much to address with um, other than exact, you know, again, the erectile dysfunction for men. Um, so we kind of got stuck, right? And now when you start to introduce cannabis and you realize that cannabis works in such a broad fashion that it helps with, for both men and women, and it helps across this sort of broad range of, of sort of sexual dynamic um, that encompasses a whole bunch of different pieces that can either be a problem or not for certain individuals. Meaning, again, you know, if somebody has low libido, whether male or female, cannabis can help that. If people are having difficulty with arousal, particularly women, lubrication, vaginal relaxation, that sort of thing, cannabis can help that. Um, if people are having trouble achieving orgasm, male or female, cannabis can help that. Interestingly, in some men, they have trouble not orgasming sooner than they or their partner would like, and cannabis can help that. And I think most importantly is that when used properly, cannabis can increase that sense of intimacy between partners um, that also is very important in the quality of life that we're seeking. So it turns out that cannabis, if it's used properly, mm. can be very helpful, whereas pretty much nothing else can. So it's a, it, it, it is really wow. tremendous. Can you explain the mechanism? Uh, no, I can't. <laughs> it, it sounds amazing. It sounds incredible. I would like to know the mechanism, though, of, you know, what part, of, is it the brain that it helps? Is it the nervous system within the genital area? Can you explain that a little bit of how cannabis can do that and how long does it last? Um, so the short answer is I can't give you a very satisfactory answer, but here's what I can tell you. Um, we have receptors in our bodies, imaginatively named the cannabinoid receptors, um, that are an important part of normal physiologic function. And they exist pretty much everywhere. So yes, they're in the genitals, they're in various parts of the brain and, and distributed throughout our body um, in varying degrees, depending upon what we're talking, you know, what areas we're talking about. Um, what we know is that cannabinoids applied directly to the genitals can have some effect. It's not a big or overwhelming effect. In fact, if it's applied to the male genitals, it tends not to do much of anything. If it's applied to the female genitals, then there, there may be some benefit kind of locally down there. But what I think is most important for us to understand when we're thinking about sexuality is to understand that most of the action doesn't actually happen down there. It happens between the ears. 
right? We are thinking and feeling creatures. And so much of our sexuality and our intimacy is really in our mind and not in our genitals. We think about our genitals, but it's really happening in our brains. And so um, the idea of applying cannabis to the genitals misses the vast majority of uh, of where we need the medicine and the benefit that we can get from it. So systemic administration of the medicine is far more effective than, than topical, than down there. Um, and as for exactly mm. what it's doing, that I can't answer any more than I can actually really answer for you what's going on in our brain when we have an orgasm. That's something that's been studied um, and, and we still don't have that answer yet. We're working on it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You know, when I was um, researching for my, my husband, I personally have never used any form of um, medical cannabis in my life at all. And, and I just didn't know it, although I recommend it for certain patients if they had a major pain syndrome, because I knew about the therapies and there were doctors mm -hmm. out there that were, uh, such as yourself, um, practicing with medicinal cannabis. But what I did was I went to a dispensary, a local dispensary. I'm, oh. I live in the Pacific Palisades and in Los Angeles area. And so I went to it just to figure out what is available. And I was really blown away. I could not believe the different types, not just the strains of different types of um, mar marijuana or cannabis, I should say, but the that you can eat it, you can smell it, you can, you know, breathe it in. Uh, yours, you know, your site is called InhaleMD. So I'm assuming that it's from inhalation, meaning you are using a vapors type of instrument that brings in the uh, THC um, cannabis. But I was really blown away by all the different types. So if we're talking about um, having, you know, improving sexual arousal and all that, this could be actually a really good thing that couples can do together, whether they eat it together or edibles. I mean, what do you recommend? Sure. I think, first of all, doing it as uh, a couple is, is hugely important. Um, it's not typically where I would start people, but I think it's a very important part of the process. Um, and, uh, and I also th think that, you know, your experience in the dispensary is exactly as we would expect, which is to say that it, that it can be very much like walking into the candy store, uh, and it can be very overwhelming and there are lots of you know, seemingly helpful and friendly people behind the counter who want to tell you all sorts of stuff. The sad reality, however, is the folks behind the counter really don't know what they're talking about from a medical point of view. And their job is to sell a lot of product and they're pretty convincing at it. So I find that a lot of people end up going to the dispensary and coming away with arms full of stuff that I would never recommend to them um, and spending a lot more money than I think that they need to. Um, so then to your question of what would I recommend? Well, you mentioned edibles, for example. That's something I tend not to recommend. And the reason for that is this. Um, edibles take a long time to kick in. And they're also very unpredictable as to when they're going to kick in. So that doesn't make a great thing for when you're sort of in the spur of the moment and you want to get it on, right? Waiting for this to kick in is kind of a drag. On top of that, if you and your partner take the same edible at the same time, there's no 
no guarantee or even reason to expect that it's going to kick in at the same time, right? So, you know, it might kick in, in in 40 minutes for her and in 90 minutes for him, and then you're completely mismatched. So the edibles, I think, you know, sound good, and they certainly look tasty, um, but I don't think that they're the best option here. Um, in this setting, I think that a vaporized cannabis flower, meaning va- uh, vaporized, not smoked, um, because it's safer, um, cannabis flower, meaning weed, um, is the best way to go. And that allows us to get the medicine um, in a safe fashion. We can use the vaporizer together as a couple so that it becomes part of the foreplay. And um, it has relatively quick onset, meaning 10 to 15 minutes, and it's fairly predictable so we can get everybody going at the same time. So that's typically what I would recommend for, you know, a couple. Um, But in the case where one or the other of the couple is having some sexual difficulties, and that is part of what we need to, to surmount, then I would definitely recommend that that person not start using cannabis with their partner first off. I would have that person use cannabis in a very gentle and, 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 and uh, cautious fashion. And then once that starts to kick in for a few times, I would have them, um, you know, masturbate so that they can get a sense of what it is that the cannabis feels like when they're using it and also the effect it will have on their sexuality um, and hopefully also get some sense that it's improving these things, whether it's orgasm or otherwise, so that then when they bring in their partner, um, they have a sort of a sense of mastery or confidence that this is going to work and that they don't have to get... um, you know, another level of concern going on when they should be um, relaxing into the sexual experience. Mm. Is there a chance that you, if you, you know, you know how when someone has alcohol, they really can't, uh, they just can't have sex because they're just way too uh, relaxed or um, they're just not able to have um, their the orgasm that they want. You know how that, that is. Is that the same with yes. cannabis? Is that if you have too much that ends up also throwing off your pleasure. Yes, absolutely. Um, This is more of a problem for men than it is for women because it turns out, I don't know that this is immediately obvious to to most of us, um, but that getting and maintaining an erection is a very active process. You have to, I mean, we don't really think about it, but the point is there's some part of our brain that is, clued in to the sexual arousal and paying attention and that's what keeps us hard and if we take enough cannabis that we sort of start to really drift away then you know um then the the apparatus stops working properly and in fact this is commonly enough known that there's actually a slang for this which is stoner boner Mm. um and so, you know, so for men, we need to be really particularly cautious about dosing um, so that we land in that sweet spot where it's helpful but not harmful or, or hindering. Um, women, I think that there's much more leeway involved because there's just 
you know, a, a fair bit more leeway in terms of the mechanics of how the sexuality works for women's anatomy. Um, which is to say, I think that for women, if they get a little bit further out on the limb, uh, in terms of the intoxication, it can still be an enjoyable experience, even if they're not at their sort of most um, active or acrobatic in this particular lovemaking session. Um, and I should say, if you get way out on the limb, regardless of, of um, gender, then I think you're going to be uncomfortable um, because of the intoxication, and then all bets are off in terms of sexuality. Mm. Are you, you know, I would like to know, um, when I went to this dispensary, they, they were at least sharing and educating me because I didn't know all the details, but they said there was two different kinds. Uh, one was called sativa and the other one's indica. And uh, the one that my husband needed was the one that was for sleep and pain control, which was the indica. Is that, am I correct on this one? Um, but well, you're correct on what they'll tell you, <laughs> but they're not correct in what it what it actually means. Mm. Um, so it's a little complicated. the The reality is that there's a lot of sort of um, lore that has come down through the decades, uh, you know, in the in the cannabis culture that has now translated itself into gospel, which gets repeated in the sales process at the dispensary. And, um, you know, one of the major issues is that it has a tendency to be used to sell more product. You know, if you say to somebody who has chronic pain, they come in, they say have chronic pain. It's like, okay, you need a sativa for the daytime because it's going to make you energetic and you need an indica at nighttime because it's going to make you sleepy and control your pain. And the reality here is that sativas and indicas chemically speaking, are almost completely the same. And, um, and either one will do just fine if it's used properly. Um, meaning an indica during the daytime is fine and a sativa during the evening time is fine. Um, but, you know, then they can't sell you twice as many bags of weed. Mm -hmm. Then what is used particularly for uh, sexual arousal? Again, you know, um, Every, everybody would like to know that there's a particular type um, that they should be using for a particular um, problem or looking for a particular solution. And, you know, the reality here is it's just not that specific. So I tend to recommend to people that they use strains that are sort of middle of the road THC level. So something between 15 and 20% THC. And there are a whole bunch of technical reasons for that. Uh, that I don't think we want to get into at the moment. Um, but other than that, that's really as far as I would go with the specificity of the recommendation, because I think that beyond that at this point, we either know that some of the differences are, are baloney, um, and some of the things that are not baloney differences, we don't have the science yet to really be able to say this is meaningful and this is how you respond to it. There are chemicals in cannabis that may have different response or cause different responses, um, but none of this has really been borne out by the literature. And in fact, the literature at this point shows that every time we test one of these sort of gospels, we find that it, it, it doesn't pan out. Um, so we're still sort of waiting for any of this specificity to be, to be proven. At the moment, what I say is we need good 
medium potency, safe cannabis, and that'll do what we needed to do. Great. I, and I, I understand that you also um, take online virtual appointments to help people and steer them in the right direction for their needs. And, and can you just tell us a little bit about InhaleMD before we leave? Sure. Thank you. Um, yes. Uh, you know, we've been at this for almost a decade now. Um, and uh, I have actually given up my physical offices because telemedicine has been working so well, particularly now with this um, unfortunate virus that we're dealing with. And, uh, and that's really opened things up to be able to take care of people, you know, throughout the country and even around the world. Um, so we, we take every patient the same way we start from you know from the beginning and we understand what it is that's going on and then we make recommendations and we follow up with people um and so you know if there are people in california or ohio or wherever um we're more than happy to be able to uh, assist them we take this very seriously um this is not some sort of fly-by-night uh, sure, get a medical card kind of thing. This is, you know, we, we view this as medicine and we treat people with the respect and dignity that we would expect to treat any patient in any field of medicine. And so if people are interested in reaching me, the easiest thing to do is to go to my website, which is inhalemd.com. I'll say it again. It's inhalemd.com. And there you'll find over 100 articles on various subjects. So you can kind of get your feet wet and also learn a bit about me. So you can, you know, decide whether you want to contact. And then there's, a, there's an email form and it comes right to us. And we'll get right back to you and we'll start the process. Very easy. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Tischler. Great information. I, I had a great time talking about this. It's in an area that I'm really not familiar with. Um, but I know it's, it's helpful for so many people. And because you are just starting to talk more about this, it, I think it's going to be amazing for both men and women um, in, the, in the field of sexuality. Thank you so much. Oh, it's my pleasure. You know, this was a great, great pleasure. And uh, I hope that there are a few people out there listening that I can connect with and help because that would make my day. Oh, you bet. I'm sure there will be. Thank you so much. Have a good one. Oh, wow. That was, to me, it's so, so much information about things that, of course, I don't know much about, about uh, medical uh, cannabis. And I want to learn more about it because I want to be able to send my patients to individuals such as Dr. Tischler, inhalemd.com, so that people can get help. This is really about how can we live a better life and enjoy uh, being with a partner and enjoy ourselves even. If you don't have a partner, maybe you can enjoy yourself um, and explore more in, in that and your sexuality. It's fantastic. Now, I know you've learned a great deal here, so do share the show with your loved ones. It will definitely be able to change you and your, your life and their lives as well. Please subscribe if you haven't already so we can continue to do our very best here on Wellness for Life. And you have, if you need any help in digging deeper with your health issues, I work with people globally through phone and Skype consultations. So my contact info is available on my website, drsuzanne.com. Until next time, go out there and live your best life today full of energy, enthusiasm, and ultimate health and wellness. This is Dr. Suzanne sharing natural strategies on the Wellness for Life show right here on Radio MD. Stay well.